بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه وموالا وبعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته All praise and thanks to you to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Choices, peace, blessings and salutations upon our master and exemplar Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum I welcome you to this brand new series called Unlocking Hearts right here on VOC 91 FM and I am your host for this series for this entire Ramadan Irshad Siddiq some people know me as some people know me as Maulana Irshad Siddiq or Sheikh Irshad Siddiq uh, to me I'm Irshad Siddiq alhamdulillah but I'm very honored and privileged to be able to present this program to you because it gives me an opportunity to actually take some time out and do some serious reflection on every Jews every single day what this program is about we are looking at a verse in the Qur'an and really focusing on reflection on that verse and applying it to the theme of unlocking hearts, which, by the way, comes from the ayah of the Qur'an. Do they not reflect about the Qur'an or on the Qur'an or are they locks upon their hearts? So... In this verse, Allah Ta'ala gives us one of two choices. Either we are from among those who actually reflect on the meanings of the Qur'an or we are from among those whose hearts are really locked up and we of course don't want to be uh, from among the second or the latter group, the second category. So this particular program is going to be divided into three segments. First and foremost, we will do a brief overview of what we can expect to find in the Jews of the day. Then we will take an opportunity to zone in or zoom in rather on one particular verse that stands out for us as an unlocking verse. Right, All of the verses unlock our hearts, but we will select one particular verse that potentially unlocks our hearts for that day and for the rest of our lives, inshallah. And then we will ask a question about that particular uh, verse or discussion, seek to answer it, inshallah, and finally conclude with, Dua. I said three segments. It is three segments. The first segment is the Quran part. So the overview and the zooming in on one verse. The second segment would be at least one question about the theme of the day. And then the last portion we will actually supplicate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this means we will collectively make dua. I find it to be very effective when we make dua and turn to Allah and speak to him in the English language or the Afrikaans language. Because the overwhelming majority of this particular community and uh, you know perhaps those who are, are listening to this particular program can understand those languages as opposed to Arabic which is kind of more specialized if I can call it that so when I generally do engage in supplication in English or Afrikaans etc I find that people tend to connect with it more so that's the objective here in the segment, inshallah ta'ala. So do join us every day for that. And with that, we conclude our introduction. Now, the Quran begins with dua for guidance and then an answer to that dua. Right? So in Surah Al-Fatiha, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, really gives us an introduction to the Quran that summarizes the entire Quran for us. How so? Because the themes in Surah Al-Fatiha contain lessons that, really are expounded upon in the rest of the Qur'an. And those themes, well, I personally prefer the themes of Shah Waliullah Dehlawi, rahimahullah ta'ala, which he delineates in his Fawzul Kabir Fi Usul Tafsir. 
But I'm not going to get into that right now, perhaps later on in the month, inshallah. Suffice to say that Surah Al-Fatiha is an excellent representation of all five themes in a perfect balance. And it is really this balance that strikes me in Surah Al-Fatiha. And that leads me to choose the one verse in Surah Al-Fatiha for today. And that is, إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ So before I get into that particular selected verse, let's look at what we can find in the first juz of the Qur'an because that's what most people would have read either by now or what they intend to be reading in the, in the time that remains of the day, inshallah ta'ala. So the Qur'an begins with a dua for guidance. That's اِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطُ mustaqim. Guide us, O Allah, to the, to the straight path. Guide us, O Allah, to the straight path. That's اِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطُ mustaqim. Then, really what happens after that is that the Qur'an gives us the response to that particular dua. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, بَعْدَ أَنَا قُولَ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ أَلِفْ لَا مِيمِ ذَلِكَ الْكِتَابُ لَا رَيْبَ فِيهُ هُدًا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ So we asked, اهدنا سيرات المستقيم in Surah Al-Fatiha, which means guide us to the straight path, and then in Surah Al-Baqarah, which is the very next, you know, on the very next page, Allah Ta'ala tells us, ذَلِكَ الْكِتَابُ لَا رَيْبَ فِيهُ هُدًا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ This is the book. There's absolutely no doubt in it, or in it is guidance for the Allah conscious. So what we are looking at really is the question and the answer. Right? The question is, guide us to the straight path. The answer is, here's your guidance. Where's the guidance? In the Qur'an. That the rest of the Qur'an is a response for that guidance that we are asking for. The opening chapter of the Qur'an, Surah Al-Fatiha, is a beautifully structured dua for guidance. And it begins, firstly, by praising Allah, by praising His beautiful names and attributes, reminding us to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone, and really striking that balance between who is Allah and who are we. And then in Surah Baqarah, as I said, we get the, the response for that dua. But not only in Surah Baqarah, Surah Baqarah just tells us that, look, the rest of this Qur'an is guidance for those who seek guidance. And it also speaks about how different groups accept or reject the guidance that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala offers in the Qur'an. That's right at the beginning of Surah Al-Baqarah. So Allah speaks about who are the muttaqeen, right? This is a very important definition because we want to be of the muttaqeen. So there are those who... الَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبِ They believe in the unseen. وَيُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةِ They establish prayer. وَمِمَّا رَزَّقَنَاهُمْ يُنْفِقُونَ And they spend of that which we sustain them with. And then it carries on. وَالَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِمَا أُنزِلَ إِلَيْكَ وَمَا أُنزِلَ مِنْ قَبْلِكَ وَبِالْآخِرَةِ هُمْ يُقِنُونَ They believe in what was revealed to you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And they, reveal, they believe in what was revealed before you and they have certainty in the after. Those are the rightly guided ones. They are upon guidance from their Lord and they are the successful ones. So really, it's giving us the, the yardstick. But then it also gives us the other side of the spectrum, you know, how others have rejected the guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this was to their own detriment. And then Allah basically tells us exactly what they did and the point is that we shouldn't be like them. So then Surah Baqarah continues and speaks about various stories in the Qur'an, like the story of Nabi Adam alayhi salatu wasalam, is also the story of Nabi Sulaiman, and the final story in this Jews is about Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, and it all revolves around guidance. 
So guidance is a solid theme throughout the first Jews. In fact, throughout the Quran, but it's really highlighted in the first Jews. Now, I mentioned that I've selected the verse, Now, why this particular verse? I find Surah Al-Fatiha to be divinely balanced in that if you read Surah Fatiha, you'll find in the beginning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about himself. So in speaking about himself, he introduces himself to us and how we should praise him and how we should ask him. And this is really going to be key in our relationship with him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then he introduces his qualities, as we mentioned, and then he introduces the relationship between his majesty and ourselves, where the speech suddenly changes in the middle, where now Allah Ta'ala introduces himself, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Ar Rahmanir Rahim, Maliki Yawmiddin. All verses to this point are speaking only about Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala in the name of God, the All Merciful, the Specially Merciful. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, all praise belongs to God, the Rabb of everything in creation. Ar Rahmanir Rahim, the All Merciful, the Especially Merciful, emphasizing to us that of all the qualities we need to be focused on and that he has selected, mercy is the most outstanding. And then he also reminds us that he is Maliki Yawmiddin, he's the owner of the Day of Judgment. So it's not all about mercy, but there's going to be a day when you will be judged for what you did or did not do in this life and how you lived, of course. And then in the middle, Allah Ta'ala tells us, Now the, the address is changed. Whereas... The beginning of the Fatiha, it's like Allah Ta'ala speaking about himself in the third person, right? Allah speaking about Allah, not saying I, but saying Allah, right? So he introduces us, he introduces himself to us like this, which is not uncommon in the Quran because Allah doesn't stick to one particular pronoun. But then when he introduces us, the address changes and now it's in first person. You alone, meaning you, O oh Allah, alone, na'budu, do we na'budu? And here most translations would state um, worship. Now worship means an act of devotion that has a time, that has an, a beginning, a middle and an end. But we're not always doing acts of worship. So I find that to be a deficient translation, albeit valid. I find that a better translation would be, you alone do we serve. Because in the word na'budu, we worship, is actually the hidden root letters abada, which means a servant, like Abdullah, the servant of Abdullah, or sorry, the servant of Allah. And the word service is nowhere present in worship, but it is definitely present in, in service. So you alone do we serve, O oh Allah. Because a servant, a slave for that matter, is not, is not you know, off duty when they are not doing acts of devotion. When they are sleeping, they're slaves. When they are eating, they're still slaves, etc. So we maintain our slavehood. And this is key in understanding ourselves and our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That of all ways Allah ta'ala could have introduced us, in the Quran he introduces us to ourselves as servants. But not servants of our nafs, not servants of the dunya, not servants of worldly pursuits, but servants of God. And this teaches us that we are inevitably going to be enslaved because it's in our nature. The question is, will we be enslaved to 
Iyaka, to you alone, O Allah, or will we be enslaved to ourselves, our nafs, and our worldly desires, etc.? That's a choice that we have to make, but it's drilled into us. So, from a psychological perspective, the default, and from a spiritual perspective as well, the default is that we will be enslaved, that we will naturally incline towards imitation, you know, imitating something or someone or serving something or someone. If it's anything else but Allah, that makes us a slave in a bad sense because a slave in that sense will only get exactly what that slave pursues. But that ser- whatever it is serving will not be able to repay it in any way. So you serve your nafs, you're not going to get anything else but more demands from the nafs. So you will serve something. Are you going to serve your nafs? It's never going to be pleased. But if you serve Allah, if you serve Allah, then the attributes that Allah spoke to us about at the beginning of the surah, that comes to the fore. So, we serve you alone, O Allah. We don't serve anything or anyone else. Thus, we are free. We are unlocking our hearts. Right? And then, And then, you alone do we seek assistance from. You alone do we ask for help. So we serve you alone and therefore we are in need of you alone and we are not in need of anyone or anything else. Not our nafs, not dunya, nothing of that sort. We, we rely on those things because that's how the system of this world and this life works. But we ask of you alone, like we depend on you alone. Our trust is within you alone. This is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us about our relationship with him in the Quran. And then finally on that point, uh, subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions to us that this is between me and between my servant and for my servant is whatever he or she had asked for. Now this is a bit of a longer story that we can perhaps look at again but there's a conversation that takes place between the one reading Surah Fatiha and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whenever the servant says something Allah ta'ala responds and at this point this is the point where Allah ta'ala interacts with the servant. So when the servant says Allah says This is between me and my servant And my servant will receive exactly what he or she had requested So in that way Allah Ta'ala saves us And we serve him for that Now in this particular episode We introduced what the show is about And we went into in-depth discussions about it and so on Uh, Generally what we're going to do in every other episode, inshallah, is conclude with dua. Conclude with supplication in the English language or the Afrikaans language, as I mentioned. And this is purely just because it is the month of Ramadan. It is a sacred time in which to make dua. And we want to link our supplications with the lessons that we learn so that it becomes more profound in our application thereof. And we find that people connect better to their supplications when they actually understand what it is that they are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Jazakumullah Khairan and we hope that you'll be joining us inshallah again tomorrow night, same time, same place as we unlock hearts in this program, the daily Ramadan reflections on the Quran, unlocking hearts. Once again, Irshad Siddiq, it was lovely being with you. Remember us in your du'as. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.